Welcome to the STR Home Financing Podcast, where we believe a legacy is something you build, not just something you leave behind. And now, here's your host, Jeff Chisholm. Hey, Jeff Chisholm here with short-term rental home financing, STR home financing. So I go ahead and say the short-term rental because uh, not everybody's familiar with that term. So if you're going to get in this space, you're interested in this space, it's definitely something that you want to be aware of is what is STR? Everybody's throwing out STR. What does that mean? Short-term rental. If you're going to be in this space, don't call it an Airbnb. That is a platform where people can go and market their properties. So just like every tissue that you blow your nose with is not a Kleenex, every property that you go in and stay on a short-term basis is not an Airbnb. So a little education there, a little uh, kind of pro knowledge. So a little bit about my involvement in this space where I've invested. So I've bought two short-term rentals myself. So I don't just specialize in financing uh, short-term rentals. I've also invested in short-term rentals. So I own two in Arkansas. One is a lakefront property, done very, very well. The other one is in the same area. And if you've ever driven around a lake, you know that you know 15 miles can take 45 minutes because the twist and turn. We're on the edge of the Ozark, so that adds to that that driving aspect of things. But it's on a golf course wedge between two fairways, and they both have done really, really well. So it's been fun to build those, grow those, improve those, and uh, if you're cut along those same cut from that same cloth, it's great to be a part of something that your children can watch you do, your family can be a part of, and that has been an added benefit to investing in this space. So STR Home Financing, 90% of my clients, which again, 100% of my business is working with clients buying in this asset class, buying vacation type properties in destination areas that they plan on staying in from time to time and then renting out on a short-term basis. So that's where I wanna start today is how do 90% of my clients take advantage of this 10% down Fannie Mae second home occupancy loan? I specifically say Fannie Mae because that is my product of choice between Fannie and Freddie because of their leniency and their evolving of their product to match what's going on in the market and really their support of what's going in the market. So if you look at the Fannie Mae Second Home Occupancy Loan product policy, the very first bullet point is going to be that your intention has to be uh, that you have to stay in the property at some point during the year. So myth number one, that you have to stay in the property a certain amount of days or you're limited to the amount of days that you stay in it. That's old policy. It may be something that you've heard from a loan officer who isn't familiar with the policy, but it is that vague. It's that vague for a reason. They don't want to put anyone in a position where there's a possibility that you commit mortgage fraud, that you intentionally overlook a policy to, to meet your needs, to suit your needs for the property. So they made it vague for a reason. At some point, you have to occupy the property through the year. And then we go to the second home occupancy rider. It shows their support for renting those properties out on a short-term basis and not having an issue. In fact, 
they enhanced and improved that policy, added clarification to it, uh, because there was so much gray area with lenders uh, where they would say, really, you can do that? Or they were telling so many people, no, you can't rent that out on a short-term basis, or no, you can't buy that property if it's already a short-term rental. They added to their policy uh, where it states, if the lender finds out that it's an existing short-term rental, they'll still buy the, the deal. So where in the real world does that come into play? Where could that get you in trouble if you do not, or if you are not working with a loan officer that specializes in this type of financing? It's on the contract, or it could be with the appraisal. So what that looks like is contract comes in, it's very popular, very common that furniture conveys. Well, another thing in, in these destination type properties, the other thing that conveys and, and is written into a contract is that a existing book of business would convey or the database of past clients would convey. What happens is a underwriter sees that, they raise the question, hey, what are we buying here? What is the client really looking to do with this property? Because based on this contract, it sounds like they're buying a rent house. They're buying an investment property. It could kill your deal if your loan officer doesn't have the right information. So with us having done hundreds of these deals, having a correct interpretation of the policy, a correct understanding, when we've had situations where underwriters didn't know the policy, we've been able to come back and say, now, here you go. This is where it allows for this type of scenario to take place. It allows for this to be written in the contract. Initially, we would get additional pushback to the point where, well, fine, we're going to have to call Fannie Mae. Fannie Mae tells the underwriting manager, yeah, loan officer is right. Their interpretation is correct. We have no issue if this property has been operating as a short-term rental. We have no problem if the buyer or the borrower is going to continue to utilize it as a short-term rental. So that all comes with knowledge. It all comes with correct understanding. And that's my hope here on this podcast is that we will put you in a position where if you ever come across that opposition or that situation, uh, that you will have enough information uh, to be able to come back and say, yeah, I don't think you guys are right versus saying, yeah, well, we'll move on to the next one. So my biggest opportunity and where I have seen clients tell me, gosh, Jeff, I wish I would have talked to you a long time ago about this because I went to a loan officer. They told me I needed to put 20%. Part of it was actually their fault, not the loan officers. Now, they definitely need to take responsibility because they didn't ask the right questions, but they probably mostly do primary residences. They didn't know to ask the right questions. So that's what the scenario looks like. They go to a loan officer. Hey, loan officer, I want to buy an investment property. Great. You're going to need 20% down. Your interest rate is going to be X amount over what you would get on a primary residence. So be prepared for that. And they would say, okay, well, if the loan officer would have just asked a couple of questions after they found out where they were buying. So I see you live in Chicago. You're looking to buy in Florida. Florida is a destination area. You're buying a place in 30A, Destin. Sounds like somewhere you will probably go and visit. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. We plan on going there, you know, at least two, three, four times a year whenever we can. Well, you 
meet the definition of second home occupancy. You only need 10%. So I cannot tell you how many times people have told me that scenario has happened to them. And that's you know really why we're doing this podcast is because I've seen the opportunity over and over and over again to continue to share this information, the correct interpretation or correct information around the 10% down second home occupancy loan. Is that what we'll always talk about? No, but primarily we will just because the opportunity is so huge. There's so many different areas that we can cover. So look forward to furthering your education around the financing options and strategies. Until next time. Jeff Chisholm is a registered mortgage loan officer, NMLS 673623 for Waterstone Mortgage Corporation, NMLS 18643, a wholly owned subsidiary of Waterstone Bank. Waterstone Mortgage is an equal housing lender. All programs discussed on this show are subject to change without notice. And now we hope you tune back in again next week.